Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Mastery Alliance. It's been obviously a weird little while, and I feel like I start these episodes <laughs> saying that quite a bit. It has been weird. It takes its toll, the society in that in which we're living right now, on on virtually everybody. I've had numerous people now reach out to me. Uh, reach out to the team, reach out to uh, to us to to work with, to ask general questions. I mean, if you're following me on other forms of social media, you know that I'm no stranger to controversy. Um, and I was at a loss, I suppose, for where I wanted to have, I guess, this portion of things go or this this piece of the program or this time, this this moment in time. And I kept saying, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from conspiracy. I'm trying to stay away from this. I'm trying to stay away from that. And if you're an avid listener, you've also heard that theme congruently run through my, my tone. I think it's because there are times where I really do want to focus on the business at hand, but it's almost like no matter what I try to push for, there's, there's something pulling me back. There's something pulling me and saying, no, you must speak of this. You must speak on this. This is what you know. This is where you're comfortable. Talk on this and how it all pertains to what we're doing. I mean, we sit there and we listen to uh, everyone have their opinions on, on all topics. And this is first and foremost, a motivational podcast, but we're in a time where motivation isn't what it used to be. Tony Robbins, rah, rah, walk on coals, ain't going to fucking do shit now. I think maybe I'm wrong. No offense, Tony Robbins. Please don't sue me. But I think we're living in a time where this is way less than what's external. This is way less than I need to succeed. This is way sorry. This is way more than I need. You know, I need to earn a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million. This is way more than I need to impress the Benjamins. I need to 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 do what I got to do externally. I think that. The more we push and the more we understand and the more this quote-unquote new normal sets in, the more this exists the way it is, I think people are are only forced to ask themselves more questions, to ask themselves deeper questions, to ask themselves what the fuck is really going on. Because... 
it seems to me that it would be impossible not to. Now, that's not for everybody. This, ladies and gentlemen, is for you, the listener, the person who has already started thinking and has already had to deal with the mentality. The mentality, whether you're a masker or whether you're an anti-masker or whether you believe the narrative or don't believe the narrative or whether you're just here to listen to my sultry voice. (laughs) You know full well that you've had conversations with people that aren't argumentative as much as they are disruptive, dismissive, and disrespectful. Lots of disses there. So you have to... I guess inside your own head, I mean, do you do you ask yourself these questions? Do you like, is it just me? Am I the only person that's at war with what appears to be the world? Am I the only person that's seen this? Am I crazy? Am I crazy for seeing what I'm seeing? And the answer is no, you're not. I mean, like I said, this podcast was primarily, you know, get yourself motivated, get going, get get doing things. Um, and it still is. It still is, but we're sitting in a time right now where, I mean... The fact that I'm putting this out there, I'm going to get comments and statements that I'm that I'm on some political spectrum, political spectrum. This the people have been dumbed down so much that this is a political podcast because I'm saying think for yourselves. Am I the liberal left? Am I a far right conservative nut, Alex Jones? No. Is this entire movement, entity, awareness, waking, whatever you want to call it, is it is it at war with itself? No. The conflict that runs, I feel the conflict that runs through everything is for you to perceive. So if you're saying to yourself, there is conflict, there is strife, I am in peril. And what you're really saying is I'm observing things I don't want to observe. I'm observing things that I don't agree with. I'm observing things that offend me. Not douchebag offend me, but like like go against what I believe, which is what riles you up. And if I'm talking to you one-on-one, yes, the listener. If I'm talking to you specifically, the person that's hearing my voice in their ears right now, you're the one that needs to change the aggression. You don't need to actively hammer in your point to anyone that's not willing to listen. You absolutely have to, with clear mind, clear consciousness, obviously a firm education on any topic, you need to be able to speak openly and fluidly, much like the world around us is currently. But you're looking at these maskers and you're looking at these anti-Trump people and you're looking at all these people and they're saying things like Trump did this, this and this stuff that they brought up four years ago that they can't get over. Not a single person is talking about Hillary or the fact that Joe Biden, for example, is absolutely batshit crazy or that Hillary Clinton is literally on file and in email as talking about eating people. Now. Have I made it political or have I made it conspiracy? Or is this a motivational podcast? Well, I guess no matter how much we try to run around, run around in circles, it's all of them. You know, I'm, it's not political because there is no one stance. I don't take a stance. So you're going to get the people that will say he's wishy-washy. And why I 
bring that up, why I can talk about that is because I can tell you, the listener, I can tell you that how you deal with people and how you communicate with others and how the world treats you as you wake up is specific to you. And what that really means is you have to understand that anyone that goes against what the narrative is, is going to come down. So anyone anywhere is having this conversation. Anyone anywhere that's having, sorry, that that is having this conversation is having it in a light that is awkward for everyone. Because not only are you specifically going against what the narrative is when you talk to people, but you're also going against yourself because everything you've learned up until the point where you woke up was taught to you by the world that you're, te- that you're speaking to right now. And all of your influences, all of the people that you associate with and every single person that you do connect with comes from that place and they have the ability to push your buttons. And we've been taught from a very young age that a leopard doesn't change its spots, that we are who we are. This whole idea of being fluid and being able to change and being able to grow and adapt. You could go from the biggest piece of shit asshole in the world. Somebody who was just secretly screwing everybody over. You could change. You could change instantly. And you don't need to worry about anyone believing you. Because once you change, the people that don't believe you and the people that you screwed over in the past will eventually be replaced by people that you've appreciated, helped, and done work for. Your life will progress. Everything does change. Everything is fluid. The arguments that we have and the stress that we cause ourselves by attempting to wake people up or by doing things often come from believing that we're right. And the reality is we're not right. Because no matter what we think right now, even no matter how awakened we think we are, how illuminated we do believe ourselves to be, we're still basing absolutely all of our information off the information given to us while we were dead asleep. So if we're going to say Trump did this, this, and this because of this, this, and this, or these people are doing this, this, and this because of this, this, and this, the only logic that we're using and applying is logic that was given to us back then, which by definition is 100% flawed. So I think, who was it that told me? Uh, I heard a, a, some conversation or I picked up somewhere the story of, imagine... In this, just arbitrarily, in this ethos of, of, of reality in which we live. Imagine there are 100 topics that we can discuss back and forth. Now imagine 97 of them have been removed from your brain. But the three that are left, we have a million different variations of those three topics. We have a million different positions, polls. We talk feverishly about those three things. And the other 97 we are completely unaware of. And being completely unaware of those other 97 topics really does limit what we can possibly talk about even in the three topics because we're only basing it with minimal and limited knowledge. What does that mean? That means we're here on a journey that gives us an opportunity to grow, to constantly grow, to constantly learn, to constantly adapt, to constantly change what we believe as we learn new information, as we get a fourth topic and a fifth topic. These are, quote unquote, the rabbit holes. These 97 other topics have all been labeled conspiracy. And it's bad to look at conspiracy. So when we start finding these topics, we call them rabbit holes. And we start talking about them, but we're basing it on an entire life of 
misinformation. So when you do have these conversations and when you are trying to spread light and share light and, and open and wake yourself up and wake others up, understand that it's up to you. It's permanently up to you to, to handle how you deal with everybody. And because I can have this, this, this podcast right now, because I have the opportunity to broadcast this to, to anyone that wants to listen. And so far our fan base has gone, we've grown quite well. I mean, that it's been phenomenal the growth that we've had. And thank you all very much for listening and for, and for the comments. Uh, you're fantastic. If you want to leave a comment, if you want to send a DM, if you want to talk about anything, one of our guys will get back to you. I'll get back to you. The mental mastery Alliance on Instagram. Um, but away from the audience, away from, away from our growth, your, our growth is indicative of your growth. The more we grow, the more we connect with people and the more we connect with people, the better, the better we can help, the better we can we can communicate, and the better we can understand. Because again, this may have started off as as a business, you know, uh, platform, and this may have started off as that kind of motivational stuff. But it, as much as it is permanently motivational, this is not a platform that is that is cookie cutter. This is not a platform that is designed to, you know, like I said, reach out to the Brendan Burchards and the and the and the Tony Robbins. And I used to say the Oprah Winfrey's, but. You know, she, she's really, she's really made her side clear. If you have any interest in, in what's going on with Oprah, certainly look into Oprah Winfrey, Oprah's tunnels, Oprah selling houses, all this stuff you can speculate upon. You can say, oh, she's part of the cabal. She's this, she's that, she's the other thing. But really, we don't know. We just want to believe something at this young stage. And when I say young stage, I mean, it's only, it's only since COVID took place that all the celebrities are, are being outed. And people aren't even paying attention to that quite just yet. I, I mean, maybe 1% of the world is actually paying attention to the fact that the celebrities are dropping like flies and that their backstories as to why they're leaving aren't holding up. So again, this is a passion plea. This whole episode is a passion plea for you to be less ag- aggressive as you attempt to wake other people up because you have to remember that you are the one that is waking up, even though you can say you've woken up. I mean, like Alice in the looking glass, you are going through layer after layer after layer. You know, we've been deceived by things like the, the matrix where it's just a beautiful movie and it tells a lot of great stories, but the implication, the underlying implication in the matrix is that he grew through one layer. The reality of waking up isn't him going from the dream world into the real world. It's him going from the dream world into the real world, into the real world, into the real world, into other worlds, into other dimensions, into other times, and shattering every single glass ceiling. One elevation that you know and feel. We've all been there. We've all felt that one elevation. We've all grasped that that first awakening, that first aha, that first wait a minute. But it truly leads to so many more. And they keep coming. And when you're on a hot streak, they just keep, you just shatter through them like you're an anvil falling through a glass apartment building. Multiple floors. I almost sounded like Jason for a second there. Not my friend Jason, who's all wiry. The murderer, Jason. Yeah, you know, that Jason. So we have a lot of questions. We have a lot of questions to ask. We have a lot of questions to ask ourselves. Um, And in communicating with others, we have the opportunity to express what we've learned. And by repeating what we've learned externally, we learn more. 
So constant repetition of what you understand, of what you're speaking, of what you're knowing, this is the thing that helps you gain more knowledge. And then we beat ourselves up. And then we have, you know, the fear and the, and the laziness and the, and the lack of desire to keep speaking, to keep doing, to keep promoting. And this is everything in life. This is episode 103 of this podcast. And it's done really well. I understand that. And, and as I progress through here, I think to myself, my, my ability to speak is getting better. The fact that there's very, you know, my, my, actually my ability to speak into the microphone is getting better too. I've done my best to eliminate the deep breaths. There's nothing worse to me in my mind than listening to somebody breathe on a podcast. He says, and takes a giant deep breath, which is probably in the podcast, (laughs) but at 103, at, at episode 103, you know, there are people that still listen to this podcast like the guy's an asshole, you know, or there are people that are just going to put something out there that's negative. And you have to understand that. You have to understand that if you put yourself out there, if you put yourself in a position to speak, to be seen, to be heard, there is a growing collective of people so enamored with the system and so enamored with being asleep that they will fight tooth and nail to defend it. I used to be quite a sarcastic prick. But the more you wake up, the more you understand that that goes away. I used to be a heavy drinker. I used to be an active drug participant. Uh, I'm totally sober now. And the more you see this stuff, the more you understand, the more you comprehend, the more you realize your place in this world. The more you quit drinking, the more you quit doing drugs, the more you quit putting shit food into your body, the, the more you start exercising. All of it leads one into another. I was a heavy smoker. I smoked a pack a day for, I don't know, 25 years. I just turned 40. I just turned 40. And I said on the last podcast, the the day I turned 40, it really, truly felt like round two, day one. And if you're not 40 yet, it's something to look forward to. And if you're older than 40, you probably can relate because it seems like a, a grandiose turning point. But it all stemmed from boredom. It all stemmed from from weakness. It all stemmed from not getting started. You know, why do you push yourself? Why do you motivate yourself? Why do you do what you do? Why do you speak to people? Why, why do we do anything? So that we can grow, so that we can learn. Hell, I'm in a part of the country where the gyms finally just opened up after the, the initial quarantine lockdown. So I was there on the last day, and then they like they shut it down. Like we're done. We're not open anymore. I'm like, oh my crazy eggs. And then. What, uh, five, six months later, six months maybe, five months, five months later, they finally opened up and I went in there and I went in for for 45 minutes. I looked around there was nobody in the gym and I said to myself, I'm just going to go light. I'm going to try this stuff out. I'm going to see what, you know, what it is because it's been a while. It's been a while since I've done anything, right? And I went light. I was there for 45 minutes. I went light, five, 10 minutes per machine, tested some muscle groups, pushed myself a little bit. That was three days ago, and I'm still sore. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how much you learn, how much you know, what you do. Muscle memory is fantastic, and it will bounce back 100% for me, my actual muscle memory. But getting started, every single time you pick something up, you get started. It's like cigarettes. Cigarettes and quitting smoking. People are talking about quitting smoking. You know, I've mentioned it a thousand times on this podcast. When you quit smoking, there is this thing that inside you that says, you know, before you quit smoking, like, I wish I'd never started. Quitting smoking is so hard. But what you don't realize is that you actively make a decision to have that cigarette. You can just as easily make a decision to not have that cigarette. The only problem is inside your mind, you've built a story that dictates that smoking is hard to quit 
and there's all these other reasons why it's hard to quit. So you tell yourself a story, then you back it up with other stories, and it's really hard to quit. Then you just light a cigarette, and you're like, oh, it's so enjoyable. No. That's delicious. But the reality is you can tell yourself you're not a smoker and back that story up as well. And then like three or four days later, you're not a smoker. Three or four days. I told my friends when I quit smoking, they all laughed at me, my smoking friends. And I'm not even friends with these people anymore. This is one of those things that people don't tell you when you quit smoking, when you quit drinking, that you are getting your shit together. You're getting your life on track. And the people that you surrounded yourself with when your life was off track no longer really have a place in your life, unfortunate as that may be. But what happens is you clear up space for people that are on your path, for people that are already doing what you want to achieve and you get to meet them and you get to learn and grow and you get to redo everything. You get to become something newer. You get to become something more fresh. You get to amplify and elevate yourself and meet a ton of new people that are your future while your past drifts off back to the bar and doesn't do anything. And unfortunately quitting cigarettes, you know, it's, it, 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 like I said, but I, I just said in the story, four days, just, just tell yourself you're not a smoker for four days. And then four days without a cigarette, you're not really a smoker. But it's that whole, I don't want to not, it's that one, it's that first cigarette that you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this. And people are like, it's that one, it, literally it comes down to that one cigarette. My friend said, there's no way you're going to quit smoking. And then one of the few guys that I still talk to, it's been over three years Imagine a pack a day. I think cigarettes are like $14 a pack now or something, $15 a pack. Imagine $15 a day over three years. I'm not good at math, but that's a lot of money. There's a lot of cigarettes. That's a lot of cancer inside my lungs that no longer exists. That's a lot of compounding negatively that I didn't do. And the only difference between him and me is that I said this one is my last. And I actually didn't say that. What I did say, I had, I remember I had six cigarettes left in my pack. I said, this pack is my last. And I'm going to enjoy the shit out of every last one of these. I'm going to puff on it. I'm going to romance it. I'm going to do everything I could possibly do to just embrace the fact that I am smoking this cigarette. And I am in the moment of what I'm doing. And it's phenomenal. It's the greatest thing in the entire world. And then I'm done. And that was it. Granted, it took me five years of trying to figure this all out before I actually got there and before I did it. But after you've accomplished it, you put it in the, in the annals of your mind. It's done. Cigarettes, drinking, all this sort of stuff, all this derogatory shit that you're doing to yourself, get rid of it. As we wake up, as we move forward, as we crush the next realm and we are living in fluidity, we are legitimately living in a time where you can't quote somebody that said something 10 minutes ago because it's not the same, it's not even the same reality. Maybe 10 minutes ago is the same reality, but certainly we're not living in the same reality where Donald Trump was the apprentice. You know, you see all these people just rip on him and this fighting, this infighting, this back and forth. What are the options? What are they fighting for? What are people actually fighting for in this political stance? You hate Trump because somebody said he grabbed a pussy a long time ago. If you're a man and you've never said something like that or you've never, you know, in your younger years, approached a girl that didn't want to be approached or did something inappropriate or, or what have you, you know, and you're going to, you're going to virtue signal on this sort of thing. What are you going to do? Right. And who even knows what that story was, but this is something that people lock into. 
when people lock into a story, and this works both ways, whether it's a good story or a bad story, when people lock into a story, that's them saying, I refuse to grow. I refuse to learn. I refuse to take anything in. I've made up my mind, and this is how it is, which is 100% limiting. These are the people, for the most part, that you're talking to. Whilst you learn new information and you grow as an individual, you're talking to idiots that refuse to do that, refuse to learn, refuse to grow. I'm not saying go out there and grab all the pussies you want. For the love of God, if you've got a wife, grab her pussy. She probably wants it. And if you've got a husband, grab his pussy. (laughs) Who cares? Quit making everything so simple and basic. Because the more we understand, the more we comprehend, the more we let go of everything that we think pisses us off, the more free we become. When there's no anger towards anything, we find our liberation. Granted, there is a group of the masses, right? The masses will make things a living hell because they're stupid and they walk only in tandem and they only do things as they're told to do it. You could take, imagine you went out and you captured any one of the rioters, right? The rioters in, in, in whoever's rioting, right? As a mob. And you grab them, you pull them out individually and you ask them, why are you doing this? Why'd you just smash that brick? Why'd you, why'd you put a brick through that window? That's somebody's business. Somebody worked really hard for that and you just decided to destroy it. Why'd you do that? When you take an individual out of the mob, you're now dealing with the individual. And when you take the mob mentality out of yourself, whether it's for the good or for the bad, you now have the ability to address yourself, most importantly, while you expand the horizons of others. As I sit here and I talk to you, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not, I have, there's no judgment. There's no hate. There's, no, there's nothing but neutrality in my heart. I am not left. I am not right. I am not pro-Trump. I am not pro-Hillary. I am not pro-Biden. I am anti all of the bullshit because every single thing that we could be pro or for came from a world that was clearly all deception. So I am not pro any of that. I am ask questions, get past the bullshit. Why is it only two people that we can vote for? Why do we need to vote for a prison warden? Why do we accept what we accept? Why is all of it so strange? Look at the coronavirus everywhere. Look at the coronavirus. Look what people are accepting with the coronavirus. People are accepting this mandatory masks, right? I don't care what the hell happens. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. I really don't give a shit. The masks to me don't make sense. You just put a mask on and blow through it, or you could, or it comes out the sides. People are putting on masks and their glasses are fogging up. What do you fuck? What the fuck do you think? And then, what's the argument to the masks? Easy. The people are going to say, "You spit. You talk moistly. The spit follicles. Your mask doesn't work unless I'm wearing a mask, right? Absolute atrocious. But what's happening is people are fighting, which I think is the intention of the mask. It's a new division: class, race, sex, mask. But the Miami Marlins started the baseball season, which is such a weird thing. And then they had an 18-player outbreak. And then they went on hiatus for two weeks. And then they had 12 games to make up. And now they're playing doubleheaders to catch up. They had an 18-player outbreak. This team plays every other team, which then in turn plays every other team. Theoretically, 18 players on one team should infect the entire league. But they took... Two weeks off, if that, and then they're all fine. So 18 players tested positive, came back after two weeks, 
didn't get the rest of the, the, the Major League Baseball infected. It didn't spread like wildfire. None of the 18 players were even prevented from playing baseball after testing positive. In other words, they weren't too sick to play. There were no signs of sickness. There was no nothing. And what you're going to hear is all these people say, no, 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 well, because of this, because of that. But there's no factual evidence that backs any of it up other than a story, a story that we choose to believe and a story that we get locked in on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've ranted and raved for a long enough. This was an impromptu episode. I just wanted to get on and connect. We have a lot of solid guests lined up for the future. This program is shifting again because it's fluid. We are we are going to bring to you the best that we can based on who we are. Uh, there's there's no way that we could possibly sugarcoat anything. And if some of that's more bubbly than the rest, great. But this is a podcast that is for the people that want to start thinking, that want to start helping. And as terrible as this is going to sound in this day and age, the people that want to start helping themselves. We here believe that you should put you first. And the stronger you are, the better you can help your community. So it's always you first on this podcast. Always you first. And if you would love to leave, uh, I don't even know how to say this. I've never, I never really asked for these. What is it, a rating? Do you want to go to iTunes and leave us a rating, a five-star, four-star, three-star, whatever you think, a comment, a like, a this or that? It helps. I make that comment because I always... I don't give a shit about ratings. If you like the show and if you listen to the show, don't do anything. Just just turn us on and listen. Enjoy yourself. But the more ratings, apparently, the more ratings you get, the the you get traction. I guess. And I've seen I've seen one of uh, the other podcasts lose traction because two guppies decided that they were going to run one star reviews, and I think that's funny. You know, somebody who's doing nothing with their lives is taking away the creativity and the creative power of somebody who's doing something with their life, even because. They, they have a, a disagreement on stance. There's no face-to-face. There's no nothing. It's just meh, poo-poo. Right? This was the problem with Yelp and restaurants back in the day. But I won't get into that because I don't really give a shit. But if you guys like this show, give us a review. Just head over to iTunes or wherever. I don't even know where people review this shit. Honestly, I don't. If you like it, review it. <laughs> Please. If you know how to review it. If you don't know how to review it, don't fucking worry about it. Ugh. Anyway... It is a Sunday. I am still very sore from the gym that I went to on Friday. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. I love every minute of it. I love the fluidity of it all. I love the fact that we are all able to move and grow and change and prosper, that we can give up our anxiety, our depression. We can give up smoking. We can give up drinking without even batting an eye. We just be like, you know what? I don't want to fucking play this game anymore. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want anxiety. It's gone. All that medical story, all that jargon, all that other shit. We need these meds. You need this. You need that. All that shit's fucking making it worse. Smoking is a huge, huge uh, business, cigarettes. And everybody's making a fortune off it, off your death if you're a smoker. You know what the number two business right behind it is? The quitting smoking business. The gums and the patches and the programs and the laser and the this and the that. That shit rakes in so much cash. So not only are you tricked into smoking, you're tricked into quitting. Right? Imagine being tricked into quitting. Do you know how easy it is to quit? Fucking stop. And everything else is a story, a story that's very well contrived, very well perceived, very well delivered, a very, very well delivered story as to why you can't quit smoking. But what you can do is stop, just stop. And that's the end of it. You're done. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I will say, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.